Good morning, and welcome to my podcast on Simple Faith. Hey, it's a wonderful Wednesday. I say wonderful because today is the last day of school down here in Florida. Uh, The kids are anxious and ready to end this long-distance learning, at least for the time being. And so I encourage you to uh, pray for them. Uh, Pray that they might have a wonderful uh, summer that they might get retooled and re-geared and uh, realigned so that they can come back to school uh, in the fall, which will be actually begin in August. But uh, this morning, I want us to go back to the book of Acts and the third chapter. Uh, there's an interesting story here about a man uh, who was lame and had been healed. And in verse 1, it says, Now Peter and John went together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain lame man, now they don't name who this man is, but they do indicate that this man uh, was lame from his mother's womb. And they used to carry him and they laid him at the gate of the temple, uh, which is called beautiful. Now all this is appropriate because of the fact that this man is about to be healed and what could be more beautiful than to have healing in your life? And so they laid him, they used to lay him at the uh, gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, and he would lay there and ask for alms from people who uh, entered the temple. That was how he provided for himself, or not uh, provided for himself, but how he received his uh, support. Others would give to him. And uh, he sees Peter and John as they are about to go into the temple, and he begins to do what he does best, which is to beg for alms. And fixing his eyes on them, verse 4, with Peter, or John, Peter said, look at us. Give us your attention. Focus upon us right now. Look at us. And verse 5 says, so he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Now, I'm sure that what he was expecting to receive was some kind of coin or something that would be uh, supportive to him. I don't think that as he laid there, he had any inkling that maybe today might be the day that he could get up and walk. So he gazes upon them expecting something from him. And friend, when you and I go into the word of God, We ought to expect something from Him. When God speaks to us, we ought to expect something to happen. And so He gazes His intention upon them. Then Peter says in verse 6, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. Let me stop and unpack that real quick and say to you, as I've said before, you can't give what you don't have. Let me repeat that. You can't give what you do not have. And this, in essence, is what Peter is going to say to him and is what he's saying to him. I don't have silver. I don't have gold. I don't have the monetary means to meet what you're asking for. But notice how the verse continues. But, 
There's that word, that special word that says something's going to happen. But what I do have, I give you. I may not have those things that you're seeking, but I do have something that I can give to you. Something that's going to be beneficial in your life. Something that's going to help you. Something that will transform you. And you and I, who have the gospel of Jesus Christ in our lives, and who have a personal relationship with Him, have something that we can share with others that can transform their lives. Peter continues and says, What I do not have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. This reminds me of my dear friend Phil Batten. And Phil used to run the inner city ministry in Cleveland, Ohio, where he would go into the ghettos and and he would talk to the people and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. But more importantly, uh, or as importantly as sharing the gospel, he would bring to them food and clothing. Because as he says to me, you can't meet their spiritual need until their physical needs are met. And when he would give people different things, he would give that to them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Phil tells the story of, a, of how the ministry began and how they had gone into the inner city there. And he had uh, been approached by a little boy. And the little boy says, Mr., can I ask you a question? And Phil said, well, most certainly. And so the little boy looks at him and says, if there's a God, why does he let me go hungry? And Phil stopped and hesitated. And he thought about it and he said, son, he said, I don't know. But if you'll come back next week, I'll have an answer for you. Is that okay? And the little boy said yes. The next week, Phil came back and he saw that little child. And he calls him over and he says, Son, he says, remember last week that you asked me a question that if there is a God, why does he allow me to suffer? And the boy said yes. And Phil openly and honestly said, Son, I don't have an answer for you. But what I do have, I give to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he placed within that little boy's hands $75 worth of McDonald's coupons so that the boy could eat. What we do we do in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Peter says to him, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately 
Don't you love how God will respond in the immediate when the need is crucial, when the need is such, especially in a spiritual realm, and it would transform lives. God moves in the immediate. And this event was going to transform this man's life because now not only was he going to be able to walk, but now he was going to give glory to God for what God had done. Immediately his feet and ankles Uh, ankle bones received strength so he the lame man leaping up stood and walked and entered the temple with them walking leaping and praising God and all the people saw him walking and praising God then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Friends, when God moves in our lives, when God transforms us, people are going to be filled with wonder. They're going to be confused. They're going to be amazed because you've changed. And it's not you who've changed, but God within you transforms you. Can I tell you one more time? You can't give what you don't have. But here's what you can give. Let me give you three things. You can give your time. You can give your talents. What is it that you're best at? Maybe you're a singer. Maybe you're a preacher. Uh, Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you are one who loves helping people. Maybe you're one who's good at cleaning things. All these things are valuable in the church. Maybe you're one who's a greeter. You love to host things. Maybe you're an organizer. Whatever that gift is, whatever that talent is, give it to the Lord. And then you can give of your treasure. Whatever means that you have, Whatever capabilities you have to give, you have the privilege and the opportunity to give to the Lord. You can't give what you don't have, but you can give what you do have. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you, Lord, for each person that listens to this podcast, whether it is one person or hundreds of people. It is your word. It has gone forth. And I pray that you would apply it to the hearts of those who hear. And I encourage them to reread Acts chapter 3 and the first 10 verses. And I challenge them to pray, Lord, what are you saying to me? How does this apply in my life? And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Friends, I again, I'm going to ask you, as I always do, for a couple of favors. One, would you share this with others through Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, however you share uh, with your friends, your neighbors, your relatives. And then I'm going to ask you for a special favor. 
that you might pray for me because tomorrow I have to go and take a very important uh, test. It is for my teaching certificate and so I need to do well. Uh, would you pray that God would just bring to remembrance those things that I've learned, the skills and everything, and then I'm going to pray for you throughout this day that God will continue to bless you. And until we meet tomorrow, stay safe. God bless.